Hello, and thanks for tuning in to Sustainable Brown Girl on WQEE 99.1, right here in Noonan. I'm your host, Ariel Green. This is our first show. I say our, but it's just me here. (laughs) So if you are listening live right now, then you are witnessing history. Or should I say her story? (laughs) Now you're probably thinking, who is this lady that is coming through my speakers? Please allow me to introduce myself. Again, my name is Ariel Green, and I have been living in Noonan since 2007, pretty much all of my adult life. Um, When I was growing up, I lived in other places like Florida, Virginia, California, and I spent my first year of college in upstate New York. And I've traveled all over the country, but I must say that there is no place quite like Noonan. The longer I live here, the more I'm convinced that this town is my forever home. (laughs) There's a great sense of community that's welcoming and just makes you want to get involved. When I first started volunteering at the New Leaf Community Garden um, about two years ago, I realized how close-knit of a community Noonan really is. And I love that so much. And you know, after the tornado hit earlier this this year, the strength of this community was even more solidified. So I am so honored to have this show on the radio to be able to communicate with my community. Now that you know a bit more about me, let's talk about the purpose of this show, Sustainable Brown Girl. So just to give you a bit of history of why I created this platform, um, around 2018, I became deeply interested in environmental sustainability, and I watched so many YouTube videos, I read countless blogs, and followed several Instagram accounts to learn more about climate change and how we as individuals can help make a difference to save our planet. I learned so much. And while doing all of this research, I realized that most of the people at the forefront of the environmental movement didn't look like me. But as a woman of color, I knew I couldn't be the only one who was interested in sustainability. So after digging a little bit deeper, I found so many Black, Brown, and Indigenous women who were climate activists, who were farmers and beekeepers, small business owners, engineers, and so much more. But they were all working towards making a positive impact on the planet in their own unique way. So in 2019, I started a blog called Sustainable Brown Girl, with the intention to highlight these incredible women's stories. Eventually, that turned into a podcast in 2020, where I began interviewing these women to learn more about how they became involved in environmentalism and how they're making a difference in their own unique way. (laughs) The main goal of starting Sustainable Brown Girl 
was to provide representation for other girls and women of color so that they know that they're needed in the environmental space and they're not alone. Also, this platform provides education to anyone who's looking to reduce their carbon footprint and have less of an impact on the planet. So if Sustainable Brown Girl podcast sounds interesting to you, of course, I would suggest continue listening to the show. And you can also catch up on some of the past podcast episodes. Um, You can find those on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, or on SustainableBrownGirl.com. When it comes to sustainability, I want everyone to know that you can make a difference, big or small. Just because this show is called Sustainable Brown Girl doesn't mean that the information shared is only for women of color. Sustainability and environmental issues affect everyone, and there is much to be learned. But before we get too deep into that, let's talk about what sustainability means. The dictionary definition of sustainability is the ability of something to be maintained at a certain rate. For example, is working 80 hours a week and only getting five hours of sleep sustainable for months or years on end? Probably not. Is continuing to invest in fossil fuels that contribute to pollution and warms our planet sustainable? Probably not. The term sustainability doesn't always refer to environmental topics, but these days when most people use the term, it's usually in reference to environmental sustainability. Investopedia.com defines sustainability as a focus on meeting the needs of the present without compromising the ability of future generations to meet their needs. They say, The concept of sustainability is composed of three pillars, economic, environmental, and social, also known informally as profits, planet, and people. They all go hand in hand. We've seen how natural disasters can ruin communities, not only by destroying land, but also devastating businesses and ruining people's homes and lives. Sustainability isn't just about the planet. It's also how it affects everyone on the planet. When I started doing more research into sustainability, I found a lot of videos and articles about individual action, things I can do to reduce my carbon footprint. I'm sure we've all heard examples like carrying a reusable water bottle, walking or biking instead of driving, shopping at thrift stores, or even simply recycling more. These are great starting points because we do each have an impact on the planet, and learning where you can cut back is very helpful. Then there's a point where you can only do so much. What I, when I found out that just 100 companies are responsible for 71% of global emissions, I felt like individual action was almost pointless. How much does 
composting my banana peels or buying a pair of jeans from Goodwill really help the planet? (laughs) Honestly, I don't have the stats. I don't know all the answers, but I do think that every little bit helps. And even more powerful than our solo contributions are spreading the word on how we can make better choices to not only help the planet, but also help ourselves. One thing I've learned while on my sustainable journey is that many eco-friendly options are better for your health and can save you money in the long run. And, you know, the more we talk about environmentalism and the more people see us carrying our reusable bags to the grocery store, (laughs) the more normalized and the more people start joining in. The first question that most people have when thinking about sustainability is where to start. That's a great question. And there's not really one right answer. It's going to depend on the person and their abilities and what they have access to. But to anyone who's listening and asking themselves this question, I'm not going to leave you hanging. In past episodes of the Sustainable Brown Girl podcast, I asked guests, what is one thing anyone can do to be more sustainable? I got some really thoughtful and easy to incorporate ideas that I want to share with all of you listeners. The first two, the first few tips are regarding your mindset and shifting how you think about sustainability. Then we'll go into some more actionable steps to be more sustainable. The first tip comes from Autumn Stewart, a Black woman who is a packaging engineer at a Fortune 500 company. Autumn offers a single step that someone can take to be more sustainable. I would say being conscious. Mm -hmm. You know, if there was one step. So when I think of being conscious, it's just being awake, being being informed, you know, like don't sleep. Don't just walk through the world sleepwalking, you know, like wake up, you have something in your hand. Where does it go? (laughs) Yeah. You're driving a car. Like, what are you, what are you, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. You know, just, just having deeper awareness of how you move through this life. In order to even begin caring about the environment, you must first have to be conscious that you even have an impact. When I see people litter, it really confuses me. It's like you drive down this road every day. Why would you throw trash into your community? Once you're aware of your impact, you can then begin to look deeper. Next, Kaishel Boone is a Black woman who opened a zero-waste store in Seoul, South Korea. She shares her thoughts on how we can be more sustainable. Educate yourself. I mean, it sounds incredibly simple, but it's really just that. I think that we're so used to depending on others for our sustainability, right? Like, oh, I'm just going to go to the store and grab some food. Or, oh, I'm just going to go pick this up from wherever. And I think educating yourself on 
how you can be your own um, sustainable resource, I think is the best route Yeah, and has the most longevity. When they say education is everything, right? Yes. Knowledge is power. Yes. So yeah, just educate yourself. When I got my raised bed at the community garden, I realized how easy and rewarding it is to grow your own food. I think we overcomplicate a lot of things and have gotten used to the I need it now culture. But there are many ways in which we can self-sustain and gardening is a great place to start. Anna Marie Shreves is one of the leading people of color in the zero waste movement. She began her zero waste journey in 2014 where she fit eight months of trash in a single mason jar. These are her thoughts on how you can be more sustainable. Awareness. It really is a light switch. Once you are aware of things, you can't turn off awareness. Like yeah. Once you see something or know something, you can't turn it off. And I think having the awareness around what we are experiencing, meaning, you know, I'm talking about our inundation with waste and trash, right? Every day we come in contact with plastic and trash and all that kind of stuff. And when we didn't even ask for it, you know, um, looking at the ways and having a level of awareness of where your electricity comes from, you know, where does my food come from? Um, all of those things turn on a light switch for you. Um, so I, I think awareness just helps us to kind of turn that light on so that we can at least have some level of consciousness, consciousness around something. And then that consciousness will shift into our behaviors. Autumn, Kaishel, and Anna Marie all discuss the importance of your mindset when approaching the idea of sustainability. You must be conscious about your impact. Educate yourselves on, way you, on ways you can be more sustainable. And once you're aware and educated, you can begin to shift your behaviors. If you're just tuning in, I'm Ariel, and you're listening to Sustainable Brown Girl. We're talking about ways in which we can incorporate more sustainable behaviors into our everyday lives. In episode 24 of the Sustainable Brown Girl podcast, Lashanti Jupp, a Black woman marine conservationist in the Bahamas, shared her ideas on how to reduce your waste. I think the number one thing is to be more conscious of your waste. It can be very easy to, to go through your day very mindlessly and, and just create unnecessary waste. So just being a little bit more mindful during the day, um, trying to limit the amount of plastic that you use. You know, sometimes when you go to a bar, just saying, you know, no straw. A lot of times people are like, oh, but I need the straw. And I'm like, well, why? You can drink, you know, with the cup. So just making mindful decisions, packing reusable bags in your car, keeping utensils, reusable utensils at your office, as well as in your car, getting some reusable straws to just leave in these different locations, just to kind of make it that much easier, you know, because it's, I, and I love to say it, it's always about small steps to a big change. So when you just make those small changes in your routine, those small changes in your day-to-day -day life, you'll start to see the ripple effect. And, and I hear that a lot from people, oh, me one, right, which is a very Caribbean one way to say that, me one don't make that much trash. Like I, as one person, cannot contribute that much to the pollution when I'm like, now imagine if everyone in the world said that. Yeah. If just one day everyone said, I don't care, 
so it, it really starts by being the change you want to see and changing and then inspiring others to change as well. Tyler Chanel, a Black woman and the creator of the blog Thrifts and Tangles, where she shares secondhand shopping tips and natural hair care. Tyler says that you don't have to spend money to be sustainable. One simple step that um, people can take um, to be more sustainable is use what you already own. Um, find different ways to use it, maybe upcycle the item. Um, but I think online there's a lot of messaging about, you know, buy this bamboo set of this, buy bamboo this. And it's, I fell down that rabbit hole. So like, I saw something about bamboo utensils and I was like, okay, I need bamboo utensils. So I bought them and I realized I didn't like them. And then later I realized I could have just used the silverware I own and took that with me and not had, I wouldn't have had to spend any money. (laughs) So the most sustainable thing you can do at all is, you know, utilize what you already own. And if you have like, let's say you have plastic utensils or plastic bags, you could do, you could wash those and reuse those, right? Like, there's yeah. so many things you could do that will save you money um, and it is sustainable, but I feel like the larger like mainstream sustainability movement doesn't necessarily acknowledge those things. Um, but yeah, the most sustainable thing you can do is not buy anything new and just use what you have. Just because a product is advertised as sustainable doesn't mean that you need to buy it. You may already have something similar or you can reuse something old. The most sustainable option will always be to use what you have before buying new. Next, Janu is a Black woman living a low-waste lifestyle. She speaks on just saying no. My biggest tip that I always say is just say no to things that you don't need because those things end up creating a ton of waste in your life. So whether it's like, I know we're all at home, but like whether it's like you're going to Sephora and they offer you free makeup samples, just say no, because those tiny little pieces of plastic are just going to end up in a landfill. So it's just finding ways in your daily life to say no to things that you don't need, whether that's clothing or food or whatever the case may be, just saying no and not bringing the waste into your home in the first place. Um, And that's something anyone can do no matter what their budget is. Who's been guilty of accepting something that you didn't need or even want just because it was free? (laughs) Not to mention purchasing useless items because it was on sale. One simple way to reduce waste is to just say no. Now we'll hear from Bahamas native Lauren Ritchie, who's a Columbia University student, a climate activist, and the founder of the EcoGal blog. I think a lot, a lot of the misconception around sustainability is that you have to like be vegetarian, you have to, you know, buy ethical fashion, you have to do all of those things. You need a metal straw, but it can literally be as simple as like, you know, deciding to like walk somewhere instead of taking an uber if it's really close or it can be Mm -hmm. you know not buying the newest clothes when they come out if you don't really need to like i think the big thing about sustainability that i think anyone can do possibly regardless of their circumstances is just be that little bit more conscious of it whether that's like taking a shorter shower or something like that Mm -hmm. i think even the fact that you're thinking about it and like you're aware of it is in and of itself helpful to the sustainability movement. I think there's like a misconception that it has to be like, go big or go home, like 
all or nothing, but yeah. you know, sustainability is more about like, you know, helping the planet over like being perfect. Like you don't have to be perfect zero waste. You don't have to be perfect vegetarian. Like sometimes I still eat seafood. Like mm-hmm. I'm home in the Palmas. I mean, I, I, I have to, but, <laughs> right. but I think, yeah, I think expecting pers- like perfection is one of the things that people like deters people away from sustainability. But even if you decide like, you know, once a week, you won't eat a meat, like meal that has meat in it or like any little choice, I think is just really helpful overall. Lauren is so right about how perfection can intimidate people from trying to be more sustainable. I've spoken to people who get defensive when the topic of sustainability comes up because they think they can't do this or that, so they do nothing at all. The truth is, we can all practice some sustainable habits. It won't look the same for everyone, but every little bit helps. As you just heard, Lashanti, Tyler, Janu, and Lauren all shared ways to reduce your waste by shopping secondhand, saying no to items you don't need, reusing items you already have, and not striving to be perfect, just better. However, there are times in which you need to buy something new, especially when you're just starting on your sustainable journey. We're often quick to run to Amazon for pretty much anything, but there are other options to easily purchase eco-friendly alternatives. My favorite place to shop is EarthHero.com, where sustainable living is made simple. Earth Hero has everything you need to get started and maintain an eco-friendly lifestyle, from reusable produce bags, to cleaning supplies, to clothing and phone cases, to organic makeup and hair care. They even have products for our furry friends. So before you shop anywhere else for Earth-friendly products, Check Earth Hero first and use the code SUSTAINABLEBROWNGIRL for 10% off your purchase. By using this promotion, I do receive a bit of commission, which goes towards keeping us on the air. Again, that's EarthHero.com with 10% off using the code SUSTAINABLEBROWNGIRL. If you're just tuning in, I'm Ariel, and you're listening to Sustainable Brown Girl on WQEE 99.1. The last sustainable tips that I'm sharing today are in regards to beauty and fashion. Hannah McCall is the founder of the blog Clean Beauty for Black Girls. And this next clip, she shares a few ways to make your beauty routine more sustainable. So I think two of the biggest things that I think, I know me and my friends have just wondered why we never did it before was get a reusable microfiber cloth to take your makeup off. Like, mm-hmm. don't use the wipes. Like, Mother Earth doesn't want that, okay? <laughs> um, and, like, reusable cotton pads for, like, your toner. Those are a game changer, too. Glass containers, um, I think those are a big deal. And actually refill them. A lot of companies are moving to glass containers that you can refill. And I think that's, that's such a game changer. There are a lot of ways in which you can reduce your waste in your beauty routine. This is a topic that we'll explore more on this radio show in the future. But if you'd like to hear more of this conversation with Hannah, listen to episode 22 of the Sustainable Brown Girl podcast. 
Next, Dominique, the founder of Consciously Curly Co., a sustainable hair care brand for all hair types, shares tips on how to be more conscious with your hair care routine. Oh, I think there's hundreds of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like super simple, one way when you're in the shower and you're washing, turn off the water, like shampoo your hair, rinse it, turn it off. I shampoo my hair, turn it off, and then I condition my hair. And I like to let my conditioner sit for like six to 10 minutes. So I get it all in there and then I turn the water off and I shave my legs and then I rinse, wash my body, turn the water off. Like, don't just leave your shower running the whole time you're in there. That's huge. Literally just dumping water down the drain. Yeah, so that's one way. Um, If you're planning on switching to products, use the ones you have first you know, don't just throw those away and make them go to waste, especially if they're working for you, you know, definitely next purchase, buy more sustainably, but finish what you've got, of course. Remembering to turn off the water when you're washing your hair or brushing your teeth sounds simple, but it stops waste and saves you a little bit of money on your bill. And this next clip, We hear style tips from Sarisa Richardson, the Black woman owner of Ecodessa, a sustainable fashion boutique in Syracuse, New York. I would say start with your own closet. So first, take inventory of everything that you have in there and wear it. I, I really would love to just eliminate this excuse of, we have nowhere to go that's fancy, so I can't wear my fancy clothes. Like, no, this is, <laughs> this is why we purchased these clothes to begin with. Put them on and wear them. So that's, you know, the main start. <laughs> you cannot be more sustainable than using what you currently have as often as possible. So the best way to do that, I always love to share tips about this. Get in the mirror, try things on, make outfits, make different outfits, you know, um, pull inspiration from others. And then if you, when you're stuck, lend, you know, ask for expertise like mine, reach out to a stylist and see how you can maximize your own closet before you go out and start adding things to your closet. Again, it's reiterated, that the best way to be sustainable is to use what you already have. That goes for what's in your closet as well. Shopping secondhand and being intentional about what you buy is also important. In this final clip, Ashley Renee, a Jamaican Indian eco-activist and host of the podcast Beauty and Impact, explains how what you wear can impact the planet. Adjust your mindset from a disposable mindset to a reusable mindset. I find once you can start thinking things in terms of a long-term viewpoint versus a short-term viewpoint, you'll start paying more and more attention to, you know, how you how you buy things um, and how you live your life. Because for example, like even like the clothes that I wear, right? I just have a closet filled with stuff that I've had since like college in my early 20s. And I'm, I'm 34 now, by the way. Um, and I just have a bunch of classic pieces that don't go out of style. And I rent the rest of my clothes. If I want a rotating wardrobe, if I want new clothes, I just use Rent the Runaway or NYNC Closet. That's a reusable mindset versus a disposable one. Because if you think about it, sustainable fashion, it's 
it's a really, it's a, it's a topic that a lot of us need to start thinking about because one of the biggest polluters outside of the agriculture industry is the fast fashion industry. So, you know, you see a lot of people buying clothes that they're only wearing, you know, once or twice and then it ends up in a landfill. So when you can start thinking about things in a more long-term way, instead of short-term convenient and disposable, it will have like this domino effect in like almost everything that you do and you'll find yourself living a more sustainable lifestyle naturally. We live in a haul culture where it's become popular to buy a lot of clothing and only wear it a handful of times before it goes out of style or falls apart because it was cheaply made. In order to be more sustainable with our fashion choices, we need to look at the bigger picture and see the impact of our decisions. I hope everyone who's been able to listen today has gained at least one tip on how to be more sustainable. Even though this show is called Sustainable Brown Girl and we've heard from only women of color, everything that was shared can apply to anyone. We can all take simple steps to live more sustainably. Again, my name is Ariel and you've been listening to Sustainable Brown Girl. If you want to keep the conversation going, follow me at Sustainable Brown Girl on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the website at sustainablebrowngirl.com and send me any questions, comments, or topic ideas to sustainablebrowngirl at gmail.com. You can catch up on the full episodes of the Sustainable Brown Girl podcast on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, or YouTube. Until next week, let's continue to make healthy choices for the health of our planet and the health of our bodies. Thanks for listening.